0: Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Breakup Already. I am your host, Grant Buckner.
1: And I'm your other host, Carolyn Buckner.
0: And we are so excited to have you guys back today. Thank you so much for your likes and your follows. I have seen an uptick in the amount of reviews that we have, both on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So thank you guys very much for reviewing us. Thank you. This is a plug for our merchandise. Once again, I have added the uh, designs that I said I would add last week, so it's not just our faces. Once again, the links to the merchandise, our Patreon, um, and a couple of other things are in the show description. Um, there's also always going to be a link in the description for crisis Hotlines and other resources for people who maybe need actual, you know, crisis counseling, since we're not professionals, and I will never stop saying it. But um, so if somebody comes to you, and you're not sure what to do, you can go into the link in our description. um, And it is the American Psychological Association. Uh, They have pooled a list of resources for people. So just a helpful thing to know is in the show notes. So something we wanted to talk about first was we've been watching Made for Love. It's on season two. It's HBO Um, to give a very brief non-spoiler kind of intro to the show. It's a lot like Black Mirror if you've seen that, but it's much funnier. It's not so dark.
1: Yeah, it's not as scary. I I mean, I find Black Mirror to be scary. <laughs> How much of Black
0: Mirror have you even seen?
1: Like three episodes?
0: I just don't believe that at all.
1: So We watched them together.
0: I feel like you've watched it, like, th- looking exclusively at your phone during probably... Because it was scary. Okay, yeah. So she was looking <laughs> at her Black Mirror while we were, quote-unquote, watching Black Mirror. It's referencing screens, if you're unclear about the yeah, title. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't know that. You I didn't. knew it was referencing phones but I didn't get why when it was referencing Yeah.
0: They're Black Mirrors. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well the in Made for Love it is unlike Black Mirror where like Black Mirror is an anthology it is one storyline.
0: It does have an actress from Black Mirror as the main character, Hazel. Oh. Um, she was in one of the funnier episodes where she is trapped in like a Star Trek-style simulation. Um, still very dark for reasons, but of course they all were. But still very funny, and she definitely has some wonderful comedic chops.
1: Yeah, so in the show...
0: Her husband is kind of a stand-in for... Uh, like a Jeff Bezos or Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Uh, he, he
1: created a, a company called Google.
0: Google. So obviously fake Google, but it's it's as if Google had a Steve Jobs, which obviously they don't, because yeah. it's like a different style company. But he he marries her very suddenly, and and she's looking for a way out of her small town, and he is looking for normalcy. Yeah, obviously he's
1: super wealthy, but he is definitely like OCD and maybe agoraphobic and... He has
0: a lot of idiosyncrasies. And
1: the world kind of freaks him out, so he builds... And has a
0: mysterious and troubled family history.
1: Yeah. Which, almost the end of season two, and you still don't know a lot Still
0: unclear. And just as of time of recording, there are two more episodes that have yet to come out to finish season two and they come out this Thursday. Yeah.
1: But he basically like builds... Something called the hub, and like nobody knows where it is, and it's just like a self-sustaining ecosystem. Ecosystem that you never have to leave. Live
0: in, and they are expected to
1: live there forever. Live there until
0: they (laughs) die. Yes.
1: Yeah. They actually Um, fake their own deaths. Yeah. So that they can go
0: work there. Yes, which is hilarious. Yeah. And
1: And so Hazel is just trying to. The main character is just trying to escape her life in this podunk town, and she's lost her mom to cancer, and her dad was a drunkard recovering from it, and so she marries him.
0: So not to get into too many spoilers, but there is I mean, it's called Made for Love for a reason. It is uh, very much about their relationship, but not exclusively with one another. It's about Hazel's relationship with her husband, with her father, with her deceased mother to an extent, with one of her friends from back home. And then there's like secondary characters like her husband's best friend and um, some of the people that work in the hub and how they interact with one another and their personal backstories. And so I think it is insightful. I think they probably are working off of, you know, some real psychology when kind of formulating the way that these people interact with one another. And I was going to say that Hazel marries her husband after knowing him for a very short amount of time. And it's funny because I feel like... Anytime somebody says that's a crazy thing to do, there's always like droves of people that come out and they're like, Well, my Nana and my granddad knew each other for a week and a half and they've been married for 79 years. And it's like, Yeah, for so many reasons, that's true. <laughs> Firstly, you know, back then, divorce was not an option in their minds, you know? You would be, like, exiled from your society. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to talk to, like, polite people again. Um, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but, like, the point is when two people are committed in a relationship to the extent that they don't consider leaving one another an option... Of course they stay together regardless of how good the relationship is. They could have been together for 79 years and hated each other's guts the entire time.
1: It's like that um that tweet I saw recently where he says like, "Oh, my friend found out that my parents have been married for 40 years." And <laughs> was like, "Wow, like I can't imagine loving someone for that long." And I was like, "Well, like to be clear,
0: my, my parents, parents don't, don't know, know any either. either. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, like, tongue-in-cheek, because obviously you don't feel ooey-gooey about your partner every minute of every day. Um, but yeah, and, and so, of course, like, you could know each other for a week, a month, two months, and you could be together until you're both dead. But my point is that you need to have, and we will never stop talking about, open and quality communication. That is first and foremost in establishing trust, establishing a connection, like you can't get to know somebody without communication. I feel like I shouldn't even have to say that sentence, but it's just surprising how little couples communicate with one another. Um, In a lot of ways, like you have people that are together for like, you know, a decade and they're still not married when they don't have to be. But they're like thinking about it and they'll say, you know, I don't know. I'm just not sure if I want to marry them. And it's like, what more do you need to know about them? And it makes me wonder, like, what is it you feel like you don't know? Because you've you obviously feel like you don't know something. So the reason that that ties back to the show is because, again, they only knew each other for a short amount of time but then they have been together for, I think it's like four years maybe when we joined them.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: Yeah, and...
1: Well, it's interesting because... Like he's very controlling, and so it's kind of an abusive relationship. So there's caveats to that. But something that came out is she was like, "Well, you like kept me trapped here." And light and spoilers
0: he, ahead, just FYI.
1: And he says, "Like you never even asked to leave. You never even told me you wanted to leave. Like you weren't trapped here." And maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. But the point was, like she didn't
0: really f- fight it. The fact that he said that, the way he said it, I believed him. I didn't think... He obviously didn't want her to leave. And he makes it challenging for anybody to leave. Yes, And he would have manipulated her to stay.
1: Yes, for sure. But But she
0: did not even breach the subject. Right. Saying, like, (laughs) she maybe had the option to leave at any time. Go see friends. Go shopping. See her family. Whatever. Yeah. But she never asked. And so she resented her husband for something that he never explicitly said was his ex- expectation.
1: Yeah. And while like I mean, the whole point of the show is that the scenarios are like really It's a rock and a hard place. exaggerated, but like I think the point that the show is making is that in a lot of relationships, like there is there are issues that come up in relationships because People are working off of assumptions. Yes. And maybe those assumptions are right, but maybe you've never expressed that. Like, I know um, when we first got married, I was going through a lot of depression. And I was, like, in a really bad job. And so I just was really unhappy. And Grant felt like he couldn't like, go out with his friends. He felt like he needed to, like, be at home with me and I would be unhappy if he left and, like, went out and did something. And he never expressed that to me. That was just, like, something he was doing as he was, like, opting to not... Go out with anybody so that he could be home with me. And then when we went to... We, like, went to a couple sessions of couples counseling with the therapist I was seeing at the time. And, like, that came out that he was doing that. And... I was just like, I don't need that from you. Like, that's kind of you to be doing that for me, but, like, I don't even need that, and I definitely don't want you to not see your friends. I mean, he this was not, like, a, a negative situation necessarily, but, like, he was working on the assumption that that is something that I wanted and needed from him, even to, like, his detriment of his own mental health when that was if that had just been, like, expressed or talked to, or, like, I feel like this is what you want or need from me, I could be like, I do need your time and attention, but not to that extent. Mm
0: -hmm. Right, and it's the same situation, like I said, like, in the show. It's just that there really is a significant amount of manipulation happening on the other side. And so Kara wasn't gaslighting me by saying, I didn't need that from you. She was genuinely saying, I don't need that for you, and I want you to be happy. Go spend time with your friends. Um, But even, uh, like non-romantic relationships where they still love one another in the show like the um doctor uh and her colleague
1: yeah the guy he's like the butler of the show (laughs) but he's he's not not actually a butler he's like
0: the handler (laughs) yeah um but in any case they are like longtime friends and he, he thinks she's like uptight and demanding and um, doesn't have, like, sympathetic qualities. Yeah. But then in this season, we find out that she has a very traumatic backstory um, yeah. with two of her very close interpersonal relationships from the yeah. past. And so he realizes that she's like a person. And um, she's not just, like, a buddy. She is a woman with trauma and... And she is successful despite those things, right? Yeah. And so he grows in his respect for her. She finds out about his former marriage that was kind of left up in the air at the end of it. Um, yeah. And so they find out more about each other. They grow. They bond, um, which is nice. Because And they were forced into a situation where they had to talk about it, kind of like Karen was just saying with counseling, like, if you're asking Questions, you answered those questions. You know, it's yeah. like if you're not asking each other's questions, you're never going to find out yeah. those things and you're not going to bond about them.
1: Yeah, there's so many relationships in this show it's we could talk about. It's such a good show. It. it is really good and it's super funny and
0: engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, um, obviously, there's a lot of mature content. It's on HBO Max. There's not any nudity except for the weird, like, barbie doll. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't think that counts. Genderless <laughs>
0: nudity that they had in in season 2 and some robots, don't worry about it, it's not sexual. Um but uh I mean yeah, I'd recommend it. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Something I wanted to mention was that um Google, right? It's a pastiche of Google. Yeah. And um it's funny because in the show they show how invasive the technology is and how it removes privacy, it removes free will in a lot of ways. Um, Definitely, they do a lot of, like, illegal activities. And it obviously is, like, playing off the fears that people have of these actual corporations like Google that know everything about us, yada, yada, yada. And I was thinking about that this week because Google Ads has no idea who I am. They do not they do not know what to make of me. Yeah. Just the other day, I got an ad for like elderly women discreet panty <laughs> like diapers. And I'm just like I, I'm getting I'm getting this once a month I get something in Spanish and I every single day I get ads for Bumble showing me women between the ages of 23 and 27. So you think (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Spanish-speaking elderly woman who doesn't only need diapers, but is also (laughs) interested in women over half her age. So... What? I think that... Google doesn't know me. So
1: I think that Google gets really confused (laughs) with you because of me. Because... One, we share that email address, and our Target account is linked to that email address. Yeah,
0: but no, this is the one that I'm logged in to YouTube with.
1: Yeah, but it know- it knows all email addresses on your phone. It, let's be what real. It, you know what it
0: does know? Every video that I'm watching on YouTube, because it's their platform. Okay. It has... It can, so, it can
1: what I'm what telling you Middle is aged that... Middle-aged
0: women do not watch video game and, and wait, horror wait, wait, content. Wait.
1: I bought discreet... What are they called?
0: I don't know, underpants? Yeah, yeah.
1: So I bought them to wear... After pregnancy. After pregnancy. So, like, two months ago, I bought them.
0: Well, okay. That's fair. But, but, this is a... This is a tangential account. It's not the, our shared account. Yeah, And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I know, and, like, my professor explained in school that a lot of people are like, oh, they're listening to us because... Like you, we but were they, know about that the yeah, they, they know what I'm
1: looking at. They know it. that you're yeah. They near know me. that somebody
0: significant to you bought something, and so they're going to show it to you because they're like, well, if it, if their significant person bought it, maybe they would want to buy it too. But why? <laughs> <laughs> if it's just like gender specific things, like it's not showing me there's guys available on Bumble. It's only showing me women specifically between the ages of 23 and 27. They're
1: like, so we know your wife is um, between the ages of 23 and 27. (laughs) And so we thought maybe you would like to meet these other women between the the age of 23 and 27.
0: Why are you doing... Why Bumble? Like, show me one of those... Show me Tinder. Sketchy websites... For Pete's sake. For cheating. I don't know. Like... Bumble's for real relationships. He has one of those. I don't... It's just... It's, i just think it's bust. funny because it's i think the show it, it actually takes place in 2022 and like obviously you know their version of 2022 technology okay. is just so advanced and so intrusive and like it is in real life i'm not saying that google doesn't steal our data and and but, sell it but they to make third it parties. dramatic but yeah but they make it very dramatic and intelligent yeah where it's like
1: like when he was able to just call somebody who was near her. Yes. Yes,
0: which is scary, <laughs> but like I just don't think I just don't think their AI is as amazing as we give it credit for, you know. Yeah. It's neither here nor there, but I just thought it was funny because the ads are so insane. And like I speak some Spanish. It's not good That's enough so
1: funny, to get
0: those ads. My
1: ads are like right on target, but I
0: th- I kind of wish mine were just Because I'm sick of seeing... And, like, if there's an option to click, like, ads not relevant or I see this ad too often, I'll hit it because I don't want it. But on these particular ones, I can't do anything about them. Like, I can't click it. And I may at some point have clicked, like, don't show me targeted ads because I didn't want them tracking me via cookies. They're going to track me via cookies either way, but at least they're not absorbing a lot of that data, but... I don't know, maybe I'll go back in and tell them to. <laughs> Please give me targeted ads. My
1: issue is that I'm just remembering something. I get emails from PayPal offering me five dollars off like whatever the most recent business I've looked at online, like done online shopping, like ten minutes later, I will get an email from PayPal. But I'm not I didn't use PayPal. It's yeah. like I just was like looking at Zoomies for a pair of vans and it's like um via Google that yeah. sends your data to PayPal. Yeah. But it's so fast. Yeah. It's so fast. I
0: mean it's automated. That's That is the fear, people. Well, it's. I was just talking about those out loud, and they're they're first, y'all. Come on, they're not they're not listening to you via microphone. Like they're they're quote unquote listening to you because they have your data, they see your activity, they don't have like they don't have the manpower to have people in a room listening to your boring life for your entire day? Like, that's just not real. Well, they're recording the important... There's not important parts. There's nothing to record. There's nothing important about your life. There's not. It's not important to Google. They don't care. You're a blip on their radar of... You're a statistic. You fit into a little box. I just... I just came out of marketing. <laughs> Everyone fits <laughs> into a little box, and they target ads for your box. They don't care about you as an individual. Something
1: that was interesting I learned in um, one of my data analytics courses is the teacher basically was like they started collecting all this data before they even know what to do with it. So the problem is that they have so much data about everything and they do not know what to do with it.
0: But I say that the big corporations don't care about you as an individual you know who does though hackers so if you really care about your data being compromised you just need to be using a VPN if you're like if you're serious about it virtual private network that's what you need to be using and it's not because google is tracking your activity on amazon like it's because you don't want your credit card information and social security stolen
1: this is making me laugh because Every single podcast and YouTube video is, like... Which is VPNs. Which is VPNs. Like, they're, like... Advertises with them, and you're just pushing VPNs for the sake
0: of. <laughs> well, I'm not going to list any particular VPN because if they'll need to sponsor us, you're if like, they listen,
1: if it. you're not hearing about VPNs enough on other podcasts, <laughs>
0: uh, I'm just saying that I just hear a lot of whining about things that aren't real <laughs> in, <laughs> in regards to like online tracking, yeah. and it's like there's there's plenty of like real things to worry about when it comes to online tracking, and if you're if you're taking it seriously. You need a VPN to hide your location. Like end of story. Like that's what that's what you need to be doing. I personally don't do that because I don't care enough <laughs> and, my like, I'm not complaining about it though is
1: I'm like thinking of some specific people but people who like have like their information is out there they use but then they'll be like that one thing that they're like no I don't want to do that because they'll get my information and it's like they already have it a million <laughs> and right. seven ways yes. you you not like Using your real email address for that one website. You post on
0: LinkedIn every day. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know over 500 connections that you have yeah. just via this one website. Like, yeah. W- what are you trying to? Do hire you
1: have from a them? Gmail? They have all your information.
0: I it was, You know what's so funny? I was watching a YouTube video yesterday of this like really smart um, YouTuber that I follow. Um, I think it's maybe casually explained. And he said that he doesn't have a single online profile. Like he, I, And I realized, like, I don't know that I know his name. And on the TED Talk, like, on the screen, it literally just said his, like, YouTube channel's name. And it was, like, a real TED Talk. He was on stage. And I was just like, does he just not, like, at all? Like, he, like online, unless you know him in real life, you just will not know his name? That's wild. Especially because he's... I mean, obviously popular enough to have gotten a TED Talk. And, like, he really is, like, so smart. The amount of research he does. Also, he's hilarious. You guys should follow him if you are interested in literally anything. He talks about, like, the history of windows. Like, physical windows. (laughs) (laughs) But then, like, there's... it it goes all the way to the top like like there's this like window conspiracy you never knew about and then there's just like then he went into all this crazy stuff about banking and like how uh, predatory it's been and how the English government created their own version of the U.S. dollar so that their own country could govern it. It was wild, y'all. And how, like, the city of London is different than London City or something like that? Where And it's like, the latter is only the banking district and it is like its own sovereign little place and like the queen apparently has to like ask permission to come into it (laughs) and they do these like weird ritualistic things to maintain its like seat and it's it's just like the the lengths that these people went through just to just to send their money offshore to the Cayman Islands so they didn't have to pay taxes. Y'all, it is unreal, and this has nothing to do with relationships.
1: Grant wanted to start a um, conspiracy, podcast. conspiracy podcast, and I had pitched to him when he started talking about a podcast that I would do it with him, but then we realized that I will believe any conspiracy theory that he tells me. Like, he can just be so convincing about it. Like, when we were engaged, he really had me convinced that the world was going to end in May 2018. Which is
0: funny, because I wasn't even convinced.
1: (laughs) I thought about it all the time, and I just... He just was very convincing. He... Wasn't he try- seemed I need to let like he believed know. it i
0: wasn't trying to convince her i was and just he saying, gets like, so
1: impassioned that i'm just like that just must be real here's these
0: interesting data points that this person who's more intelligent than me has compiled and here's what I'm, it might mean
1: and i'm not a i'm not a particularly gullible person but you really can convince me into anything i think i'm a
0: maybe particularly persuasive person yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and you are a little bit
1: but also you you act like you really believe something that you do not believe
0: or that you have that i'm not sure about yeah because i want to prove my point that it's because if if i if you half-heartedly present something people don't care yeah they're like okay so you don't this is not. A yeah, but
1: I didn't find out. About. So like May 2020 or 2019 that I was like, yeah, I really, you really had me convinced. And you were like, oh, I didn't think that was going to happen. I, just was <laughs> like, I was like, why did you let me believe it?
0: Gosh, I don't know. There was like a few reasons that it was just really challenging to do conspiracies exclusively. One of which is like, there's just like, even definitionally, it's challenging because conspiracies are are real things, right? Like, there's government conspiracy. It happens. Nixon w- existed, right? <laughs> so, a conspiracy theory...
1: <laughs> I like the idea that whether or not Nixon
0: existed is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, was he real or not? some people think that Nixon was a myth, but no, I meant he conspired. And so, the theory of a conspiracy is inherently something that is possible, right? But when you say conspiracy theory as a phrase, people in their mind attribute it to something invalid immediately where they're like oh you're crazy because you believe a conspiracy theory and it's like every real conspiracy at some point was a theory <laughs> you suspected that there was a conspiracy you looked into it you found that there was one or that there wasn't one and so part of it is just like I don't want to have to constantly explain that to people that don't yeah. understand how and they're I- even being tracked online <laughs>
1: <laughs> also I did not want to have- have constant anxiety because i would just believe in all of the conspiracy theories
0: yeah but anyway we'll read our romantic gesture of the day here is uh what this listener wrote in i think the most romantic thing i've ever done was my proposal to my wife That was almost 10 years ago, so I guess it's time to step it up, huh? We went on a long walk on Christmas Eve, talking about our future together, and I proposed on a path in a park behind the neighborhood where we grew up with custom M&Ms. My dad was hiding in the park. taking pictures from long range in parentheses is as creepy in retrospect. I know. And my wife still has those M&Ms in a jar on our mantle. That's cute. Uh, it says pro tip. You can add up to three designs on custom M&Ms. I went with a picture of us. I love you and marry me question mark. Okay.
1: <laughs> That's really sweet. All I can think about the fact is you would have eaten those M&Ms
0: at the park. Well, well you <laughs> saved you some of them yeah the rest of them
1: <laughs> i just feel like there would be one night where we both were like we really need something sweet
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't like m&m's so if it was an, like it, you would, yeah you but would, like be, if you
1: really wanted something smart sweet, to
0: put it on m&m's because i'm less likely to eat them yeah. if you put them on milk duds or something i'd be like yeah i'm just gonna eat yeah. these now thank you that is really cute though. that is really sweet um, uh, it's a little hackneyed to propose on christmas eve but it's better than valentine's day Yeah, (laughs) well... It's worse to propose on Valentine's Day, for sure.
1: I guess, but then it's like oh, no! Christmas is about you guys getting engaged, and I just want to enjoy my Christmas.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. I guess
1: I'm imagining... That's one of the...
0: Like, a lot of people...
1: But at least, like, okay, I'm I'm imagining being this person's sibling, and so, like, if my sibling got engaged on Valentine's Day, I'd be like, whatever, that was supposed to be about you. That got engaged on Christmas Eve, I'd be like, this is supposed to be about me, too. It's just... (laughs) This is supposed to be about us, not just you.
0: I think... I'm sorry if you got engaged or married on Valentine's Day. It just it comes across as a little tacky to me. But when you do I'm it... I'm just imagining being your sibling and being right. annoyed. But when you do it on a holiday My it, family's very protective yes. about Christmas. And it's and it's honestly like it's more so the weddings on holidays yeah, that bother that's me cuz I'm just like, y'all come
1: I on. don't remember the date that you proposed to me.
0: It was in it was October. October 20 First, because we started dating December twenty second, right? Uh, and it was the day before our, our ten month anniversary. Wow, I'm so much more romantic. <laughs> with you. Um, didn't we like acknowledge the months passing on the twenty seconds? I don't know. That
1: like, was so long goodness. ago. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it was the twenty second or the twenty third
0: or something. It was the twenty second. Listen, I'm, I have I'm positive. two
1: children's birthdays to remember now. <laughs> I.
0: I know every single person in my family's birthday.
1: Same, but I don't have to tell the doctor their birthdays. Okay, you know everyone's birthday. You cannot remember how old your younger sister is. Who
0: cares? I know her birthday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And all the time you're like, she's 14. I'm like, she's not 14.
0: Well, I know she's not 14 now. But yeah, it's hard. Do you know how old she is? 16. Okay. (laughs) Just checking. And she'll be 17 in August.
1: August 21st. (laughs) I always think her birthday is the 14th. Yeah, I don't know why. Someone else's importance is the 14th, and they just have not been hearing from me. Not important
0: to me. <laughs> yeah. Because I know their birthday. is
1: was Listen, I know my kids' birthdays, but if you ask me at the doctor, I will not be able to remember it right away. Her
0: problem is she doesn't do the numbers. Like, I was born March 20th, 1992. I don't say that every time. They say birthday at the pharmacy. I say 320.92. It takes five seconds. This woman is trying to be like, the year of our Lord... <laughs> 1994. And I'm just like, girl, just learn the numbers Today and at, spit them on. At
1: Target, I bought alcohol. And so, like, they had to put my birth date in. And she asked me what my birthday was. And I said August 26th. And I <sighs> watched her type 926. And I was like,. <laughs> i guess this is fine i guess as long as she put, put the year in right <laughs> same zodiac but she like so. she like paused and then she was like nine and i was like i get that i've yeah. been there
0: sometimes that's where your head's at no. but yeah just i really get.: 824, 90 yeah. 94
1: our son was born on the 7th it took me like three weeks to not think he was born on the 8th it's confusing when you go to the hospital at night. It's
0: not, though. I mean, like... It's okay, listen, you were <laughs> in labor, so your mind was working I better. mean, I filled out his birth certificate, so...
1: Okay, like, you didn't have a baby. Right, I'm
0: saying, like, I had to write the date he was born on a piece of yeah. documentary.
1: Do you remember what time he was born?
0: Um, no.
1: <laughs> Somebody asked me that today, and I was like, I think he was born around 10, but I do not have any idea. A.M.? Yeah.
0: That can't be right.
1: I think it is. No, it had
0: to be earlier than that. We got to the hospital at like 3 a.m.
1: Yeah, but we didn't even get checked in till 6.
0: <sighs> Whatever.
1: Yeah. I, d- I don't know when he was born. And I feel really bad because I know the exact minute Dawson was born.
0: Well, we're going to go find out. But in the meantime, this has been Breakup Already. I've been Grab Buckner. And I've been Carolyn Buckner. And we will see you next week.